Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page, Kofi Adal 114. And we've just been two lines from the top, in the beginning of the line. We've just been speaking about um, the question. We just ended off actually with the question that the sages say in Menachis that even though it's, it, may, it would make sense that the Menachis should, be, should use, that the meal offering should use pure olive oil, nevertheless, the Torah says that they should use olive, pure olive oil only for Lemoir, for the candelabra, for the Menachis, and not for the meal offering. So we have to understand this why. The meal offerings do not require that, even though they were very special. They were for they were you know consumed by the mizbeach by the altar, consumed and also consumed by the kohenim. And only why only for the kindling of the neda you would need to use pure olive oil. So the idea is because olive oil, pure olive oil, is the first oil which comes out from the squeezing of the olives. As it's known, there's three different types of olive oil, like the Mishnah says over there in Menachis. And the first, the first squeezing of the olive is for the manure. That oil is for the manure, and, the, and the, all the rest of the olive oil is for the meal offerings. Two lines on the top. So the idea, the spiritual idea behind these three different oils, shemin and rishin. The first oil, is the hidden chachma, is this chachma which is above. Say the so we were just explaining which the level of Moshe draws down into the Torah, the hidden, the inner core of chachma. which is the beginning and the source of all. The levels of Chachma, meaning the revealed level of Chachma in the world of Atzilus. There's a source of all Chachma and also all the Chachmas in the lower worlds of Bria, Tirasia, and even in our world. Similarly, the first oil can refer to also the Chachma of Adam Kadmin, or the primordial man, is the, the Hashem's original thought of all of creation, basically a level which, of godliness which is, includes all of creation inside of it in one glance. And in general, in a more general sense, this first olive oil, which comes out of the olive, refers to the chachma within the infinite um, energy of Hashem, within the infinite essence of Hashem, which totally transcends Atzilus. And that level, um, everything is considered just to be one level. Meaning in the infinite essence of Hashem, there is no differentiation between different levels. This is still the how the spheres exist in their gnuzos, in their hidden state, totally absorbed and nullified within the infinite essence of Hashem. And at that level, all the different levels, whatever they, all the different specific levels of the ten spheres, even though they exist there, they exist all in one level, meaning you can't differentiate between between them in that level because they're subsumed and absorbed in the Aryan safe, just like the ray of the sun. Even though there's different rays of the sun, they're all within the orb of the sun, but you can't differentiate between the different rays there because they're totally taken over by the uh, overpowering sun. The second oil, who b'chinas chokhmah atzilus, is the wisdom how it is in the world of atzilus, the highest world. Shenikra shenikras chokhmah stam, which is just called chokhmah, lei chokhmah stima, not the hidden chokhmah. She'ena be'erich lagabe b'chinas chokhmah stima. Then this level of chokhmah atzilus, 
The regular Chokhmah of Atzilus has no comparison whatsoever to the Chokhmah, the hidden Chokhmah, which surely transcends Atzilus. Like we said before, Meshem and Agimel, the third oil, refers to the aspect of intellect which exists within the emotions, which has no comparison whatsoever to the level of intellect, how it is in its essential state, how it is by itself, without any relationship to the emotions, as explained in another place. So that is the referring to the third level of oil, refers to Chokhmah of Atzilus, how it already descends and becomes um, close to and has a relationship with the emotions of the world of Atzilus, of Zer Ampin, which has no comparison to the level of the second level of oil, which Chokhmah Stam, just Chokhmah, how it is in the world of Atzilus, without any relationship to emotions. So now, after we explain these three levels of the oil, let's go back to explain why the first oil is needed for the Meneira and then all the rest for the meal offerings. Hamanachis, the meal offerings which are eaten in general by both by the by the altar, so to say, eaten up by Hashem by the fire of Hashem, and also by the koyanim. So they were eaten, which the whole idea of eating is the shachapnimius is a inner inner influx of energy because you're eating it, you're digesting it, so it's coming inside your being, and in a spiritual way, it's becoming it's permeating your being, it's becoming absorbed within you and absorbed into you. So, like it says about the Torah, your Torah was in my innards. Meaning, the Torah, the way we relate to Torah is we understand it, we comprehend it, just like the food is becoming digested within our beings. So, to the Torah, through learning it, it becomes one with you, with your mind. So, being that the Manachis, or this idea that meal offerings were eaten, meaning referring to a spiritual idea of the Mshacha Panimis, the influx of inner energy becomes absorbed by the receiver. This is only relatable to the other, the last two types of the oils. Meaning from the level of the revealed level of Chachma Vatsilas, and below that, meaning the Chachma which relates to the emotions, those two levels. You can talk about the idea of revelation to them, whereas the Chokhmah which totally transcends Atzilus has no connection to revelation at all and cannot be absorbed in an internal way. Abel Shem and the first oil, the hidden level of Chokhmah which transcends Atzilus, and this time and the time before Mashiach comes, it's impossible for that level to come into a revealed way and, internal, and be internalized. Only it can only be used for the Menorah least, but to bring about the ascending of the candles, the kindling of the candles, which refers to the ascending, ascending of the Jewish souls back to their source. Meaning, you can use that oil to arouse within the Jewish souls an unlimited level of love and a yearning that's rooted in the deep essence of their soul. That yearning, which causes them to ascend, go back to their source. And now, this is what it means when it says that you should take this oil. <clears throat> the first olive oil, the best, the pure olive oil, to Moshe specifically, which we spoke about in the previous page, that it, meaning the whole process of the uplifting of the Jewish souls, or the kindling of the flames of the Madeira through Aaron, in order, in order that that should be able to happen, the first have to have the idea of the pure olive oil to the luminary that comes about through Moshe. Which he said that that was referring to how Moshe draws down the source of light. He draws down the Chokhmah Stima, the hidden Chokhmah, which surely transcends Hishtalshalus. When we learn Torah, he brings that down. So we should also be able to connect to that transcendent level when we learn Torah, and not just to the revealed wisdom of the Torah, the Chokhmah Vatsilis. So why is this whole process of the ascent, the ascent of the Jewish souls by Aaron only made possible through the Drawing down of the Shem and the Moir, the pure olive oil to the illuminary by Moisha. The whole idea of this, the kindling of the flames of the Meneira, as explained before, 
This is like the idea of a small spark being absorbed back into the great torch. That is what is happening when Aaron is, is drawing down this un unlimited love into the Jewish souls, causing their each spark of this, the Jewish souls to be ascend and to want to go back into its source in godliness. But in order that this, whole, this whole process should happen, you first have to draw down to bring close the great torch to the spark. Then the tiny spark can be absorbed back into that torch. So this is the whole process of bringing the torch, the great torch closer. This is what's accomplished by Moshe. That's why you have to first have the drawing down of the Mo'ir, the source of light by Moshe, the Kochmas Timon, to the Teira that we learned by Moshe, the Bechinas Gilia Mo'ir, where he was the one that reveals the source of light, the illuminary, then you can have the process of the ascending of the Jewish souls and coming back and becoming absorbed in that torch by arousing within them an unlimited love, the inner yearning, the essential yearning that the Jewish soul has inside of it. That's what Aaron brings about. First, you have to bring the torch closer. So to explain this idea even more. The fact that the Jewish souls have within them essentially this great love, unlimited love, which Aharin arouses within us. That comes from that unlimited essential love which we have in our souls, deeply rooted in our souls. That comes from, that stems from the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, the essence of Hashem. That's the true root and source of the Jewish souls. That is where that unlimited love comes from. From that unlimited source, our soul comes from uh, the infinite essence of Hashem. It's a literally a piece of Hashem from above, and therefore that unlimited love which we have, which we have stems from that unlimited source. Like it says about the Jewish people, that we are you are children to Hashem your God. What does that mean? Obviously, not in the literal sense, but in a it's figuratively, and to bring about a certain comparison between a child. And a father, so too the, the soul has that comparison to its source. Just like a, a son is drawn down from the essence of his the the essence of the brain of his father, because the the, the drop of sperm that goes that the son is created from comes from, like it explains in Chassidus, from the the it's developed from the mind of the father, the brain of the father. It goes down the spinal cord and is developed physically. It comes from a spiritual first. First, it starts off spiritually in the mind of the father, and then it's developed through the spinal cord and becomes a physical drop. But just like the sun comes from the essence of the father, which is in the in the mind of the father, in the brain of the father. So too, the Jewish souls are sourced in the essence of the Hashem, the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. Just like the sun is from the essence of the father, so too, the Jewish souls from the essence of Hashem. Their true source. So, like we say also, for you are our father. And what does it mean? Hashem is our father, just like this relationship, just like the son is from the essence of the father, so too the Jewish soul is from the essence of Hashem. That's why we have this potential, this yearning, this potential yearning, which is hidden deep in our souls because we have that source in the, in the essence of Hashem. We have that potential yearning to become absorbed back into the oneness of Hashem, the one Hashem, because of our source of our souls in the infinite essence of Hashem, the true, the um, simple unity of Hashem, meaning in the highest level where in that level everything is totally one with Hashem and there's nothing else except for Him. And therefore we have to first bring about the drawing down of the revelation of the source of light, of the source of all energy, meaning of the, of the infinite essence of Hashem, the great torch. That from that level, is where it is drawn down that great unlimited love to the Jewish souls. It's from that great torch. And therefore, in order to bring about, to arouse that love, to reveal it from its hidden essential state, you have to draw the torch closer. And that's accomplished by Moshe. So what was the service then of Aaron? 
of the service of Aharin, the spiritual service of Aharin, which also exists now, like we said before, his whole purpose was to draw down that great unlimited love from the source and the root of the soul in the infinite essence of Hashem. That this infinite essence, this infinite source of the Jewish soul should also shine in a revealed way in the soul, how it's enclosed within the physical body, like we said before. However, but in order that there should be this whole idea of this great love, even in the source and the root of the soul, that can only come about through the drawing down of the source of light, meaning of that of that infinite essence which Moshe accomplishes, he draws down when we learn Torah, into the Torah that we learn. And that's why first it has to be bringing the pure olive oil to Moshe to be a, a oil for the illuminary, for the source of light, Meaning, first you have to have Moshe, the the avoda of Moshe, the service of Moshe, to draw down that um, to draw down that great torch, that infinite essence, to come closer to the Jewish spark, the Jewish soul. Then you can have. Then it's possible to have the ascending of the candles, the kindling of the flames, meaning of the Jewish souls, uplifting of their souls through the revelation of that unlimited love within them that is accomplished through Aaron, that they should become absorbed and subsumed back in the infinite essence of Hashem, like the absorbing of the <laughs> the tiny spark within the great torch. The kol zeh, hu inyan halas And this is all the idea of the ascending of the flames, the kindling of the flames of the, the candelabra, neira accomplished through Aaron, tain alias and meaning, which refers to the uh, ascending, the uplifting of the godly soul. This is all happening within the godly soul, which the this essential love only exists within the godly soul, which is a piece of Hashem. But in order that also the animal soul, the human soul, which is not having a essential natural love for Hashem, should also become refined and uplifted to go back to its godly source and be absorbed in godliness. Now we return to the idea that is all. This whole idea of uplifting the godly, the animal soul, is accomplished through the idea of the stones of the chayshin and the ephod of the breastplate of judgment with the 12 stones of the 12 tribes and the apron which is at the has two stones on the two shoulder straps with six names of the six of each tribe splitting up into two groups on the each of the shoulder straps so this whole idea of the uplifting of the animal soul is accomplished through that like we said broken up before those stones are certain types of stones which refer to stones which are not by their very essence by their very nature refined. But you have to refine them. This is referring to the refining of the animal soul, which is not by its very nature refined. To Evan, who Aleph, Ban, Megamacha, Behemoth, because the whole, the word Evan, stone, split it, split it up. It, it says Aleph and then Ban. The letter Aleph and then Ban, which is the Gematria, which is the numerical equivalent of Behemoth, of animal. So Evan refers to, a stone refers to an animal. The Aleph, so, sorry, Aleph and then Ban. Ban, which is based on 52, is the same numerical equivalent of the word Behemoth. And then Aleph, the first letter of the word Evan of Stone, that refers to the shining of, the revelation of the, of the name of Hashem of Ma, which we spoke about before, which basically refers to the shining of Chochmah, of Atzilus, the Vareres and Nefeshabamis, in order to refine the animal soul, which is the idea of Ban, that it should also be transformed to good. And concerning this refining of the animal soul accomplished by the stones of the Cheshon of the Ephoit, it says in the verse, an Aharon shall carry this, the Cheshon and the Ephoit, shall carry these garments uh, before Hashem, to be as a remembrance before Hashem. 
This refers to the ascending of the, even of the animal soul, that it also should ascend and to become a remembrance before Hashem. What does that mean, the remembrance before Hashem? The whole idea of remembrance is the inner core level of Chochmah, the inner core of Chochmah, which is the oil for the illuminary. The Shikha, why? The Shikha, why is the inner core of Chochmah referred to remembrance? Because the shikha, the forgetfulness, even comes from the comes from the hinder side, the back side, and the external levels. So the external levels of chachma is where you can have this the concept of forgetfulness. Whereas remembrance comes from the inner core of chachma. And in general, and in a more general sense. This idea of remembrance is the premise of very safe, the inner core, the inner essence of the the inner essence of Hashem, of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is Kulei Ponim, which on that level there's only face, meaning there's only Panimius, there is no connection to anything external at all. I explain another place. So the whole idea of remembrance is from the inner core of Chachmah. When something is internalized in the very essence, there's no possibility to forget it. Whereas in it, it's just a, you're just relating to something in an external way, not in a real way where you've absorbed it, then you can forget about it. And that's why the inner essence of Chochmah is um, remembrance. And the external level of that Chochmah, where you're not totally relating to it, that is where forgetfulness is possible. And this refers to the idea of the ascending, uplifting of the animal soul, that it's been transformed to light, to godly energy, to light, and and it's become the level of remembrance. So it's become the level of remembrance, which is this inner core of Chachmah. It's been transformed to the inner core of Chachmah, which at that level there is no possibility to forget. And that's why it says that Arin is, is taking these stones, referring to uplifting the stones, uplifting the um, animal souls, and becoming to a remembrance before Hashem, that even the animal soul should become a remembrance before Hashem, meaning should become connected to the inner core of Chachmah, which is this idea of um, being transformed to godly energy, which is no possibility of forgetfulness. So we have to understand this idea of more this idea of remembrance and how it's, the uplifting of the animal soul makes it to this this transforms it to light and to the idea of remembrance. We have to first in order to understand this, we have to first preface what it says in Shirim to and you shall go out and you shall see. Go out and see daughters of Zion. So the Pasik the verse continues on the day of your of your chasa, the day of your marriage, the day of the, of the joy of your heart. The sages say about this verse, the day of your, the day of your wedding, this refers to the giving of the Torah. The day of the joy of your heart, this refers to the building of the holy temple. And it's implied from this, saying of the sages, that the day of the joy of your heart which is the building of the base of Mikdash, is above than the, the day of your of your wedding of, of Matan Torah, of giving of Torah. The Acher, because it says it afterwards. It says, after you have this experience of the day of your wedding, it says, even more, you'll have even higher experience of the day of the joy of your heart. The fact that it comes later implies that it's on a higher level. Implying that it's on a higher level. So how can we say that this idea of the building of the Holy Temple is higher than the um, which is the day of the joy of your heart is higher than the mountain terror, which is the day of your wedding. So the explanation is, Hashem is called a heart, the heart of all of creation. 
as it, as, it, as it is brought in the Medrash. Where do we find that Hashem is called the heart of all of Israel? Like it says in the verse, the rock of my heart, that Hashem is the rock of my heart, my portion is Hashem forever. So we see that Hashem is called the heart of all the Jewish people. This is what it means, my heart, my sister, my bride. The word, when it says libavtini, comes to the word lev, heart. But libavtini implies that we make Hashem into our hearts. We make Hashem into our hearts. To, to become our heart. So why is Hashem called the heart, the heart of all of Israel? Just like, for, by analogy, the idea of a heart. Which is the um, resting place of the heart, of the blood. The heart is the resting place of the the of the blood, which the verse says that the blood is where the soul resides, in the left ventricle of the heart. That from the heart which houses the blood, which basically the blood is the is really the soul, which houses the soul. So from the heart is drawn down the blood with the soul within the blood into all of the organs of the body. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, the blood is not the main vitality of the person, even though the soul exists, resides within the blood. Now we're on the next page, top of the page. Rather, the main vitality of the person is It's from the, from the breath of life, from the spirit of life, which is in the right ventricle of the heart. The nefesh, because the, the, the soul is a level of a receiver. Like it says in the Zoyar, uh, it says in the Zoyar that the nefesh, the levels of the soul, the three, there's three levels of the soul, nefesh, ruach, and neshama. So the nefesh and the ruach, the two lower levels of the soul, are dchar, or the masculine aspect and the feminine aspect. So nefesh is a the so nefesh is the feminine aspect, the receiver, and ruach is the masculine aspect. Therefore, the main vitality of the person is not from the blood, which comes from the nefesh, adam hu nefesh. The blood is where is housed the nefesh, which is the lower level of the soul, which is the receiver, and the receiver can't be the main idea of the giver who who gives over who bestows life. So the main vitality of the person must come from the level of, not from the nefesh, Adam Hu nefesh, but rather from the ruach, which is the ruach chayim, which is in the left, the right ventricle of the heart, which is the spirit of life, or the breath of life. And um, so therefore the main vitality of the person has to come from the ruach chayim, the ruach chayim, the spirit, which is the second higher level of the soul, which is the, the giver, the bestower of life. We'll stop there on the three lines on the top of page, Kuf Des Vav, 115. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... 
You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.